0: All right. Three, two, one. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Puck Off. I am your host, Chris Nozick, joined by my co-host, Mr. Andrew Johnson. Andrew, how are we doing on this fine Thursday evening? Feeling a
1: little spicy. Um, Christmas is coming. It's, up. Christmas is coming. Uh, we, had our, we had our office party, our daytime office party, so it was a little tame, but... Uh, the thing about uh, the daytime office parties is you don't get drunk, but you get sugar high. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm feeling I'm, I'm I'm feeling a little I'm feeling a little spicy, a little loose, a little fluid. Um, Or that could just be diabetes and high strung and a potential stroke coming on. So we'll see you in the next hour.
0: <laughs> All of the above.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: so, as we head into the Christmas break here, uh, roster freezes are already in place, uh, mm-hmm. which I will say is kind of funny because people are freaking out about Buffalo because they have a 24th man on their roster right now because it is the loophole to the rule of the lot of the roster freezes because they took two guys off of IR today. What are your <laughs> thoughts on Buffalo uh, having 24 men? Big deal
1: or no big deal? Uh I don't think it's a big deal. I mean, it's like basically having an extra emergency recall. I mean, the Bruins, the Bruins had their roster freeze and then had to merge, emergentially, emergentially, Emergency? recall Mason Larai. So
0: I think that's how you would say that. That sounds yeah. I'll leave it in. Yeah, you know. yeah. That's so
1: it's it's. I mean, it's not a big deal. GMs will GMs will try to find any loophole that they can, and good on Kevin Adams for holding and holding and holding, and then being like, "Do it now." Well, will be like, "Oh no, you have the extra place. That's like you can't prove that I did that on purpose. (laughs) They
0: have the cap space to do it, so Mm -hmm. it's also the one of the what
1: three teams that has something resembling cap space right now. Right, exactly. So it's like
0: use it. You could have, like, tell me why you couldn't have 30 players other than the roster limitations as long as you're under the salary cap. Well, the roster limitations are in place. Well, they can't send someone. They literally cannot send someone down. It is not their fault that they can't send someone down. And they have guys that are healthy that they have to take off of IR by the rules.
1: Dude, if you want to blame somebody, blame blame the CBA. Right. Like you, you, you're you the one, you're the one that has these open loopholes. It's if, not my fault that I can exploit them.
0: Right. Well, it's enough to do here's, it. Here's the other thing. One, they ain't exactly fighting for first place. So calm down a little bit. But I mean, I
1: mean, mean I mean, I mean, I mean, they just, they just, man. Okay. I kind of, okay. I, 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 we'll, we'll circle back to this in a second. But well,
0: put a in, in point one point, number two, you ready? Here's yeah. the big one. They can still only dress 20.
1: Yeah, so it's it, it it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't fucking matter. Like who cares? Hey, but, what are we talking about? The extra
0: guy on the ninth floor? Come yeah, on. Yeah, I mean they have to feed him. It's more money for them. And by the way, they have to have had the cap space to do it. If they didn't have the cap space, then they'd have been penalized, and everybody would be laughing at them. I it's 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 just it's
1: just something to it's just it's it's fodder for this time of year because the the roster freezes are in place. There are no trades. You know, there's going to be no trades for a few days. I mean, like, who cares? Like, uh, and, but, but. Let me ask you something, though. What's that? Did that extra roster player play against the Maple Leafs? Is that why they scored nine?
0: No, I don't think so.
1: Okay, it, then shut up. Then shut up about it.
0: <laughs> well, let me ask you <laughs> Not this. you, but just the, at, at large, people would be getting at mad about point. it. At, at this point, my question would be, who's the 24th guy? Because you're gonna best dress your best 20, which means your twenty-fourth guy that you can't send down to the minors isn't the one who's playing. It's just it's just
1: ridiculous. Like and and, and, and no, again, if you're gonna again if, if one's gonna get so
0: if, if the NHL is gonna get tilted about it, change the rule. Done and dust, change the rule. And the only argument, and, and here's here's the catch. If they were gonna be over the cap and then mm-hmm. they got penalized by it and they Mm -hmm. start bitching about why they got penalized because of the roster freeze, everybody would be looking at them going, you should have made the move beforehand. You knew they were coming off of IR. You should have pushed someone down. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, you don't always know for a fact that someone's coming off IR. If they pull them off IR or if they don't keep that player and then the rosters freeze and these guys can't come off IR, then they're calling them up on an emergency recall anyway.
1: Yeah. So who cares? Like so it's, it's six and one cats? half dozen in the other. It's, it's another way to skin a cat. Like right, I just fit you... two cliches at once there. I
0: was, was going to say, or as you said in uh in short shift, an extra way to skin an asshole.
1: Yes. Extra <laughs> way to skin an asshole.
0: So speaking of assholes, uh, Carolina <laughs> is in the first spot for the wild card. How does that make you feel? They are not a top three in the Metro right now.
1: Fuck them. Um, uh,
0: but <laughs> no man, welcome to the Maple Leafs, which uh, I think yeah. they got that done for them today by Buffalo.
1: But Sorry. yeah, I just, I, 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 can't like, we'll get back to Buffalo. Um, second we- through fifth in the Metro is a dog fight. Holy fuck right now. Philly, the Islanders, the caps and the hurricanes are all within one point of each other.
0: And Let's not – well, no, because uh, Philly's at thir- – oh, yeah, Philly and uh, New York are at 39. Carolina's mm-hmm. at 37 because they just lost tonight. Carolina's and,
1: at 38. I I have the
0: app up right here. Oh, they let me refresh my standings. <laughs> this last week, too. Mm-hmm. Carolina's at 38. There it is. New York and Philly's at 39. New Jersey's at 34. I want to throw them in there because – Of all the teams, actually, Pittsburgh can kind of get thrown in there too just because they're only one point behind New Jersey. Mm -hmm. But I think Pittsburgh is just too far gone. Their problems Mm -hmm. aren't solved by one deal. Like, they're not missing a piece. You can look at the New Jersey Devils and go, if you guys can find a way to get a save, you're more than in this thing. I mean how like the
1: the the, Met, the the metro is kind of uh the island of misfit goalies right now like in the in the middle portion right now you have Washington. Washington is currently in fourth place Darcy Kemper is not having a good year but Charlie Lingward's kind of keeping him afloat right now he is
0: carrying them, is carrying them. now yeah. the question is if you're if you're washington you're just hoping that lingering can carry you through the regular season. And Darcy Kemper can get you through the playoffs. That's what you're hoping for if you're Washington. Now, mm-hmm. you gotta also remember if you're Washington, Alex Ovechkin hasn't scored in a month. <laughs> Think about that. When was There's the last a- Alex Ovechkin went a month without a goal? There was a uh, there was
1: a stat that I heard today. Goal since November 18th. Alex Ovechkin zero. Tristan Jari one.
0: uh, Tristan Jar is outscoring Alex Ovechkin (laughs) the last Uh, Mm one. It's sad, but it's true. Mm -hmm. So, I I mean, at a certain point, we're a third of the way through the season. So we have to look at him and like, as the saying goes, you are what your record says you are.
1: Parcells razor.
0: However, and, and we'll go through let's, – let's go through – we'll start with the Metro, then we'll go to the East, then we'll do the West real quick, or the the Atlantic, um, and then we'll go out West. But the Rangers, their record shows that they are the best team in the Metro, one of the best teams in the NHL. Um, Definitely best team in the East right now. I think they are the class. Is that what they actually are? Are they for real that good?
1: Yes. I actually do. I actually do believe that they are that good. They are extremely balanced. Um, they're one of the only teams, really, um, that consistently roll in the East. Anyway, that consistently rolls four lines. Uh is having a little bit of a down season, but Jonathan Quick has picked up the slack. I totally saw that coming. Nobody checked the tapes. Nobody crossed, cross across uh, examined me on that. Real, real quick. What we'll Yo. do.
0: We are. I just sorted them by conference ranking, so we'll stay. We'll just do East and West power rankings based mm-hmm. off of the order in which their their rank is as far as standings. So, okay. Rangers are. You're you're saying they are the number one team in the East.
1: I believe. I believe they are the number one team in the East because, like, if you okay, there is two kinds of records that you can look at here. You can look at the standings by raw win loss or you can look at, at it by Bettman's point system. Okay. The, the, in the metro, the Rangers are the only team that kind of passes the test here. The Rangers are 22 and 8 raw raw win loss. You know, the Phillies in second, they're 18 and 14. Like that is a precipitous drop if you think about it, even though they're 18-11 and 3, 609 point percentage. So the Islanders are tied for second and have a losing record. 15, 8, and 9. 15 and 17.
0: So here is my thought when it comes to the Rangers, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right now, between Shisterkin and Quick, Quick is the guy who's posting ridiculous numbers out of fucking nowhere. Now the 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 question we that we was- saw that coming, right? I mean, everybody saw that coming, hundred percent. Everybody oh. saw the, the the home kid, the the kid playing for his hometown team, boost right. Everybody yeah. saw that one.
1: Yeah, three cups. You know, pre-season. he totally didn't. He totally didn't look absolutely fucking cooked last year. No way.
0: Or in the preseason, by the way. Yep. Yeah, oh, he was <laughs> dogging that anyway. So what you're getting between Shashurkin and Quick, numbers-wise, is what mm-hmm. you usually get from Shashurkin. Yeah, is, the, the, there's definitely slack being picked up. Right, which is good enough to keep him number one seed in the East. Now, you have to hope to remain in that spot. Jonathan Quick keeps up 90% of what he's doing. I think it's unfeasible to expect him to do it all season long. However, what you got to look at with the New York Rangers, their home record is 10-3. and three. Their away mm-hmm. record is 12-4-1. They're winning.
1: That is pretty consistent.
0: It's it's a pretty consistent clip on the road versus at home, and they're one and one in the shootout. They're seven and three in their last ten. Like they have a plus nineteen goal differential. Like Mm -hmm. everything points to they are a solid, well balanced team that's getting solid year year out performances from goaltending, defense, and forward group. I, I don't see that dropping drastically. So if, if they're not one, then they're two. It, it, it's, it's that simple. Yeah. Now, right now behind them, number two is the Boston Bruins. They are one point behind them. They are 10, two and three at home, nine, three and three on the road. They That's are five, two and three in their last 10, but they they're came out 10, five month. and
1: five in their last 20. If you want to go a little deeper.
0: 10, 5, and 5 in their last 20. Mm -hmm. Uh, They have lost back-to-back overtime games. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: They have gone to overtime in their last four games.
1: They've lost in regulation once in their last nine as well. So it's like they're kind of benefiting from the three-point system right now.
0: Oh, like a lot. The goals against is the lowest in the league with 77. They have a plus-20 goal differential, but yet we look at them and go, they can't score. And, and we, we mean you and me because we watch them every game and we sit there and we go, where's the secondary scoring behind David Posternock and, you know, Brad Marchand. I mean, you're getting a little bit from Zaka. You're getting a little bit from, you know, Charlie Coyle. You're getting a little bit from JVR on the PP, but like it's so inconsistent across the board. It looks like their record. Mm. So is Boston Bruins the number two team in the conference?
1: So I'm going to go a little bit of a different way here. Um, I think they are, but not by the. button unlike the Rangers, they're not the number two team conference and the number two team in the conference on the merit of their strength. They're the number two team in the conference because nobody is grabbing that mantle very consistently right now. Like I just told you, the dogfight that's in that's in the Metro, how it's so clumped together. There's just a big, huge, sweaty mass in the middle there in the Metro. It's kind of the same in the. It's kind of the same in the uh, Atlantic. Look at the Atlantic standings real quick. Toronto just got pumped, uh, nine nine to three. Uh, they are in second place due to games in hand with thirty eight. Florida got kind of got got their shit stomped tonight by uh by St Louis. They're tied, but they're, they're in third place with 38. Tampa Bay, it looks like Tampa Bay's kind of creeping up a little bit. But they're 37. Like, I think the Bruins are the second best team in the East. But I don't think the Bruins are the second best team in the East because they are the second, because it's based on their strength. I think it's because the rest of the East is so tightly packed and nobody below them has done anything to separate themselves.
0: Do you remember our season preview when I told you that the Boston Bruins were going to win the division? Yes, I did. Do you remember what I said was going to be the reason? I do not. I I leaned heavily on goaltending and defense mm-hmm. and I said that they were going to get a lead in the division that no one was going to be able to catch them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And right now, so for a little while Florida got close. They were within about 3 or 4 points. Right now the closest to them is 6 points behind and that's Toronto and they have played the same number of games as Toronto. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. they've actually played two fewer games than Florida, four fewer than Tampa. So, and and right now they are seven points above Tampa, six above Florida and Toronto. So right now the only team that really has a shot is Toronto. Mm -hmm. We've seen Boston play Toronto. They're not getting that tiebreaker. There, there's there's no way that Boston loses to Toronto this season. Like they might lose they if they play them in a seven game series they might drop maybe two games but the rest of the way that's all they would be dropping to Toronto. They own the Maple Leafs. And the that's Maple- as
1: of, that's as of right now. That's going to be that, that the, the contingent it's contingent on the trade deadline where sure. this but- this is this is the third, this, this is the fourth sended line. This is where a lot of teams really start to identify where they need to patch up holes.
0: So, so here's the catch with Toronto and the trade deadline. All right. They have no move, they have no room to bring anybody in without sending somebody out.
1: Yeah. Money in, money if they,
0: out. If they send somebody out, they automatically become weaker than what they are right now. Now, the only way they can get better right now is by adding defense but if you go to add defense you're sending money out as either a forward Nelander you know you're not you're not getting rid of Matthews but so basically Nelander or Marner cuz those are the only things that people are going to ask for in return if you're getting a defenseman who's a number 1 or number 2 defenseman
1: if that's the case if that's the case then Shanahan Brandon Shanahan is going to have to get get over Get over it, basically, real quick. Because remember, do you remember that press conference about dips? I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Yes. Where that's, he basically, that's why I'm he not basically worried about Toronto.
0: said, I'm trading one of them. And Shanahan fired him. <laughs> that's why I'm not worried about Toronto. Because they don't want to do what needs to be done. Yeah. They don't want to do what needs to be done. Therefore, they can't get the pieces that need to be done. I mean... like, I, is, I, he gonna have, is he going to have Is going to have a bigger leash with traveling? I don't think so. No, if anything, it'd be shorter. Now here's the thing, we all know they have their savior in Martin Jones, so it's all irrelevant. They signed <laughs> Martin Jones. Martin Jones pitched a shutty the other day for him. So,
1: what did he do know. tonight? What did I he do tonight after he relieved Samsonov? What did he do?
0: I don't know. I didn't see what the split was for the goals against Buffalo. But my, would guess you like me to tell was, you? Please do. Please do.
1: Let okay. Let me pull it up. Give me a second. Cause
0: if so. But that's the thing. Samsonov got the start. He went in and just said, fuck this. It doesn't matter. They should have started me. We would have had a shot to win.
1: Samsonov gave up five. Jones gave up four. God bless America.
0: So here's the thing.
1: (laughs) Jones played more.
0: (laughs) Well, that that's just it. Jones played better than Samsonov. Oh, okay. (laughs) So when Joseph Wall comes back, what do they do? What do you do? You, you try. You, um, you, you look at it and you go. You got to wave Samson off. He ain't getting through. Somebody would claim Ilya Samsonov. You have to trade him. You have to trade him for a loss. You have to trade Matt a loss. You have so, to, who- to trade somebody. It's and and now, I don't who- think it's
1: Jones. I don't think it's Jones.
0: You don't think Jones is what the the one to keep or the one to trade? The one to trade. No, Jones isn't the one to trade. Jones is the I one mean- that help Joseph Wall. That gives you your young and your vet. What's Samsonov's contract right
1: now? What was the contract he signed over the summer?
0: I should have known you were going to ask. I'm pulling up right now. He got, um, I think, 375. All things considered, for what he's doing, it's a bad contract.
1: Samsonov is getting dangerously close to, I don't want to say a bust, because he had a really good year last year, but... Man, he is what the term "goalies are voodoo" was made for. Three five five.
0: He's got this year at three five five. So you and waive it was just one him. year, right? And he's he still is right. he
1: still an RFA after this season? No.
0: Okay. Okay. So so here's 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 what you do if you're Toronto. All right, you have to waive him because one of two things is going to happen. He either clears and goes to the Marlies, and you get your one and a half relief which will help you because you need every dollar you can get. I'm so shocked if he, if, if he, if he cleared, I'd, I'd be stunned. It. So now what we do is let's if go I'm through,
1: Buffalo, I'm like, Hmm.
0: If, but here's the thing. It's got to go through reverse waiver. The, the reverse standings orders. All right. Mm-hmm. If Ilya Samsonov is available. All right. This is the order in which he would go Chicago. No. You know, San Jose. No. Ottawa. Maybe. I say no just because they just signed Forsberg to an extension the other a couple a year ago before he got hurt, and they just and then Corpasala was
1: still on for three more years at five mil
0: per. Hour. So okay, so no, no, the Ducks. No. Here's why I say maybe. Everybody wants Gibson. Samson, Obzi replacement. So, I mean, you're... you're Anaheim
1: you're, has a large Russian population, not for nothing.
0: You are 29th in the entire league. You ain't exactly going anywhere. If you bring in Ilya Samsonov, then you can get rid of John Gibson. They started so well this year. So it, well. It, it fell. Here's another one that might be a maybe. Columbus. Well, keep going. Yeah, keep going. Keep going on the order. Columbus. They've had already a lost season for them. That depends. They've had some injury issues though. Tarasov got hurt for a little while. I think they wouldn't mind adding some more depth, but they do have Spencer Martin now. So like, I don't think so, but maybe. So we are five teams in and we have two maybes. Mm -hmm. Edmonton.
1: (laughs) You're an oiler, bud.
0: (laughs) Do I need to go any further?
1: No, no, you could stop right there. You could stop right there. That would be, okay. But the one thing, the one thing that's gonna, that that might trip it up a little bit.
0: Yeah, go ahead. He's not better than what they have. I think he's better than Skinner. He's not consistently better than Skinner. Skinner at least. He's much better than
1: Carl, 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 Calvin Picard. (laughs) Who the fuck is Carl Picard?
0: (laughs) I don't know. You just made him up. Uh, is that that's
1: a creative player on nhl 23
0: yeah not a very good one either
1: no
0: uh so then after that you have minnesota no calgary they're trying to dump one of their guys
1: they want dustin wolf to be full-time so no
0: so does that make they found
1: found their guy in the future they just can't play him right now
0: so does that make jacob markstrom someone they put on the block
1: All, all, all sales final. All things must go, man. It is, it is clearance season in Calgary right now, and it kind of has to be. You might they as well. need they need to tear it down from the studs. It didn't work. You tried this for a decade. It didn't work. You have Jonathan Huberdeau at ten point five for the next seven, eight years. You have it for the next eight years because this is the first year of the extension. You have you have seven after this, and he's pacing out to score forty points.
0: Burn it to the ground.
1: Burn it to the fucking ground. Be your namesake.
0: You are, yeah, no shit. <laughs> so after that, Buffalo.
1: Buffalo really likes I what they I think Buffalo kind of has blind faith in Devin Levi right now.
0: Well, Devin Levi you is You could
1: fuck of, over a division rival.
0: You could. You could. I just, I think what they have between, if, if they were going to make a goalie move, they'd have already gotten rid of Eric Comrie. Or they would have left. We talked it. about
1: this last week. Aren't they doing a three goalie system right now? They are because they promised Devin Levi
0: an opportunity for the job. Trash. That's but- not oh, no, no,
1: no merit. No, no, no. This was supposed to be your year. This was supposed to be your year that you finally made the move. What are you doing?
0: Tough. He's not ready. No, he's not. He's not. And that's okay. But here's the thing: if you look at the rest of their team. Half their team isn't ready. Owen Power isn't ready. Jack Quinn isn't ready. Zach How the Benson... fuck are we saying this after they just pumped nine? So it's it's weird for me to sit here and say Zach Benson isn't ready. The kid is fucking phenomenal. But He's you got to remember what we're talking about. Ready for an 82-game NHL regular season. 82 games. That's a lot of games. You sound like Dangle there for a second. I know. But that's a lot, that's of, a fucking... lot of games. <laughs> a lot of games it's so many games it's so (laughs) many games shout out steve uh but my point being is is yeah they look good until they play a lot of games they're not yet there so what you might as well do is dump oh vancouver just went ahead Uh, ahead against dallas for those for those who
1: don't know there's a three-leg parlay right now on the line
0: uh, and Vancouver needs to win this game. They just want to And Vancouver
1: it. needs to win this Less game.
0: Less than five. Oh, and Wedgwood's in goal. You asked earlier. So, the um, I'm just trying to figure out who scored it. Shout Garland. out DraftKings. Garland. Uh, Garland got it in uh, from Joshua. Uh, anyway, I digress. So, if they were going to make a move, what they might as well do is trade or dump or wave Eric Comrie, and just let all of the kids including Devin Levi and Uga Pekalukunen play through it all so they can all gain the experience. They might have a bad year, but if your coach is sitting there going, this is what you need to learn. Then, I mean, that's what the new New Jersey devils did. And now look at the devils trial by fire sometimes works. Mm -hmm. You just got to find a way to keep their heads on them and not out of their ass. So also, also,
1: if you also tend the goal, etc.
0: Right. Tend the goal. Um, I, I would say that I don't see him getting past 20, the 25th overall team in Seattle.
1: Nah, man, I, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm Ken Holland or whoever's actually running it right now, because we, I think we kind of established that we think Ken Holland's kind of a puppet. Um, if I'm, Ken Holland right now.
0: The ghost of Ken Holland and Edmund. I'm
1: leaping at Samsonov. I know you say that he's not better than what they have right now. I he's certainly better than Chet Picard. Jean Luc Picard. Picard. <laughs> John Paul Luc Dubois Picard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Goalie's log, supplemental. Um, he's so Player to be named later Picard. Yes, I mean, it might as well be Jesus Christ. But and this is hockey,
0: it's future considerations. Picard,
1: yes, correct. But Skinner is kind of like, I think he's, I think he's there, like, I think he's, I think he's, he's kind of stabilized himself. But they need something better than Picard to back him up. And Jack Campbell is going to be swinging that door open in Bakersfield, he got pumped again, yeah, last week. Oh yeah. Like something is wrong over there with him.
0: Oh yeah. But here, here's where I look at it. If I'm the ghost of Ken Holland <laughs> is Ilya Samson. Does he, does he, does he visit you on Christmas Eve? No, thank God. But <laughs> here, here's my question to you is Ilya Samsonov the best goaltender. Who's going to be shaken loose between now and the trade deadline.
1: No, but he's the only one that's only probably going to cost money, and that's it.
0: There's something Wait, to be said about that. If I'm Edmonton, though, I need to make the best swing possible. And right now, that's not Elias Samsonov. Do I? Yes. You only have Leon Dreisaitl for two seasons. Your clock is ticking. And then McDavid is up the year after that. You need to get them a cup before they're gone. Otherwise, you're right back where you started because neither one of them are sticking around. So
1: I agree with you, but I'm kind of doubles advocating advocating a little bit. If I'm uh, the corpse of Ken Holland, do I look at Dreisaitl and McDavid and do I ask can these two hard carry me? Do I need something? I need something better than what I have. And we may differ on where Ilya Samsonov is in that pecking order, but I, I believe Samsonov is better than who they have right now. This is all hypothetical. I mean, fuck uh,
0: Toronto could, could just say, fuck it. And well, we know what they need to do. If Toronto yeah. waves Martin Jones back down to the Marlies, they just got to claim Martin Jones.
1: That makes the decision harder.
0: It's so much harder.
1: Yeah. That makes the decision harder because it's like, because Martin Jones is kind of, I know he's the savior, but he's, but I think I think Sam's, Sam Sonoff has the upside. Samsonov has the upside. Martin Jones is what he is.
0: He's somebody's savior. Yeah. So... <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is a bit that will never die. No. So here's my question. All right. Because we know the Blues are looking to have a fire sale right now as well. Okay. I mean, they should, but is Armstrong fair enough? If you're Edmonton, who would you rather go and get? Ilya Samsonov. If you say Jordan Bennington, I swear to God. Jordan Bennington. Or that's it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> hey, <who laughs> what are you what are you what are you new yes <laughs> Bennington's a bigger
0: douche for sure but you need a little bit more douche on that team you need what Bennington brings you and oh by the way he has won a cup
1: the you need, part... Go you need a balance though you need a balance though Jeff, Spanner like you you might out. need a little more douche but you don't need someone like Bennington, who is so much of a douche that it actually takes away from his game.
0: So, how many guys right now on the Edmonton Oilers have won a Stanley Cup on their current roster? On their current roster,
1: is the answer zero? I feel like it can't be zero. There's got to be. Hang on.
0: Well, let's. The uh... i I'm, I'm
1: I'm I'm pulling them up right now. Hang on.
0: Okay, I think the only one. Let's see. He's twenty four, so no. Nope. Derek Ryan, <laughs> maybe because he's thirty six and he's probably been on some team.
1: Uh, Ryan was on the Canes when they were bad, so I don't think it's him either. Yeah. Um. Uh.
0: Brown, no.
1: Sam Gagne. No. Yanmark.
0: No home, no. home was, I think, on the... Eckholm went to the finals. He went to the finals, but didn't win. Oh, that's zero. That's zero. I'm looking at their, their current roster right now, and that's zero players with a cup. So if you bring in the douchebag Bennington, you have one person who's been to the cup and won a cup. You He brings something they don't have. Attitude, but- fuck you, and a cup. But do you... But
1: is Jordan Binnington the guy that will carry you on his back for that cup? He did for St. Louis. That was
0: more of a team effort. Binnington
1: definitely helped,
0: but that was a team effort. You mean to tell me that with the rest of this team, is this roster better than what was in front of them in St. Louis when they won the cup, talent-wise?
1: I'm tempted to say yes because they didn't have McDavid and Dreisaitl. You're
0: tempted to say yes. The the reason why you're saying no is because of I don't know Alex Petrangelo, and David Perron, God, Ryan O'Reilly. God,
1: God. <laughs> can I can I riff on Petr- Petrangelo for a second?
0: Go for it. We're just
1: you got- gave no you gave no movement clauses to so much of that defense, and you let Petrangelo walk.
0: I'm sorry, but how do you not offer two million more for Petrangelo and say bye, Tory Crew? No, thank How do you me. not
1: come to How do you not come to Alex Petrangelo, who basically said
0: to you after the cup,
1: I want to spend my entire career in St. Louis? How, in response to that, do you not go eight years? Sign your name on the check, we will fill the dollar amount.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. How do you not go eight years, uh, full no move, and what's your number? Yeah, the, the, the dollar amount number. We know, and I your can, can hear number. it.
1: I can hear it. I can hear it. That contract is going to be so bad in five years. You know what? That's fucking
0: five years from now, this problem. Well, not only that, but it's also five years later now. (laughs) Oh, God. He's still good. (laughs) It it wasn't a five-year-later problem. (laughs) I mean, right now, he's starting to get hurt here and there. He'd be at, what, eight and a half right now? Yeah. And at eight and a half next year, and the next two years after that. So while the contract starts to look bad and the cap starts going up, the contract don't look so bad. No more the contract. Don't look so bad. No more. It also, I bad. want
1: you, I I, I want uh, Bruins fans, especially because they, the, a lot of them still pine after Tory Krug. I want them to put on their gas mask because I'm going to have to have you to do something disgusting here. I want you to put on your gas mask and I want you to talk to blues fans. And ask them how happy they are with Tory Crook's performance. Oh, yeah. I will oh, tell you. I, I will tell you what the response to it's going to be. Get him out They'll of scream here. in your face. He's been no. bad. He's been bad, but I have the eternal respect for him. Because Doug Armstrong was like, wave your no-move clause to go to Philadelphia. And he's like, no, you gave me the no-move clause. Fuck off.
0: Yeah. All the <laughs> respect for him. So, by the way, real quick, Dallas has tied the game. Uh, not too long ago, and there is now 7.2 seconds left in regulation. You're going to lose all your money, Chris. I don't know. I still have faith in Vancouver. They've, they've <laughs> had a lot of possession in this game right now, and especially in the third. So, mm-hmm. you know what? Give them a little breather. Open up the ice. I really like what that what Vancouver can do three on three. I really like what Vancouver can do, period. It's, oh, yeah. they, it looked like it was all smoke and mirrors. They might be
1: legit. I oh, picked them to make the playoffs.
0: I, I, I'm I, going to tell you right now, they are legit. If you look mm. at how this team functions and works, you know, they – Was they... Rick
1: Talkett always a good coach just buried by
0: Arizona? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Because now Arizona's trying to actually get good players, and they're in a playoff spot. Think about I that. Look... Arizona's in a playoff spot right now. St. God, Louis, I love that. Calgary, Minnesota, and Edmonton are all on the outside looking in. I just
1: love that Arizona's in a playoff spot. Arizona's in a playoff spot, and another team that I picked to make the playoffs is also in a playoff spot that nobody expected to be. Nashville.
0: Which, Nashville. I still think they can blow that, though.
1: Oh, they totally can, but I'm are taking you? this victory lap while I can.
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, I mean... Edmonton has to do something to fix their goaltending. Can it fix on its own? Can Skinner help turn that ship? And sure. They're trying to do a 360 in the Titanic. I don't. I think mean, Chris Knobloch it. came in and they won eight straight. But yeah, that's, because, it, well, that, that, that's because fucking McDavid went Nova. I was going to say, McDavid went Other Galaxy, which... What was it like? Like he formed a new one. (laughs) Yeah, he formed a new galaxy and went, this is my spot now. What was it like? 24 points in nine games? Something like that. Like, like
1: Connor McDavid and sometimes watching Connor McDavid play. It's like, is there a higher league for you? Like, can we send you to the Space League? Can we literally send you to the Space League? Can we trade you to Mars? What would you get in return? Nothing. (laughs) a terraformed planet to be named later.
0: (laughs) Connor, but oh, sorry. sorry. They're about to do the three on three overtime. They got Dushane with Sagan and Hiskinen out against JT Miller, Brock Besser and Quinn Hughes. That's good hockey. Uh, That is going to be some damn good hockey. So, uh, but I, okay. So real quick, as we, Mm Go to the West now because you were asking about Vancouver. Um, We've
1: been in the West for a while.
0: (laughs) Whether or not they're real or not. We know Vegas is real. Vegas is real. Regardless. Vegas can hurt you. They are real. (laughs) And regardless of how hurt they are, they they are a threat to win night in and night out, regardless of who's in net, regardless of what their lineup is. Mm -hmm. That's called good coaching. Congratulations, Bruce Cassidy. You went from the A team to the A other team. Say what you will about how Cassidy
1: uh, carried himself his last season in Boston. He's a damn good coach. Like, that, like no one will disagree about that. Do you miss him in Boston? No. No. How he carried himself in Boston, he, ha- he had to go. He had to go.
0: But he's a good fit over there. He has a lot more veteran guys in the lineup. It fits. Yeah, because Vegas has traded all of their draft picks. They don't make draft picks. No. <laughs> they, they wait and throw bags of money at people. But they no. are legit. So that there's that question. The LA Kings are also legit. They but- are. I was wrong
1: about them. I did not think that they would be – I didn't think they would be this good. Because goaltending about- was a
0: huge problem. was a huge question for me. They've answered it. You you were worried about goaltending and defense, and I told you, don't worry about goaltending. Defense is the concern. You're not wrong for that concern, but I told you that um, Talbot was finally healthy and due for a bounce-back season. He's playing well. Copley's playing well as well. So goaltending wasn't going to be the problem. Their defense was going to be a problem. They are a plus 33 in goal differential right now. They're pretty good. They're pretty good. And they
1: they they made some tough decisions. Like they had an open competition for the third pair D spot. And they basically said, here, Brant Clark, this spot's for you. And Jordan Spence took it and he's done very well.
0: But that's sometimes how you got to do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's sometimes how you got to do it. So uh, Winnipeg, do you think they are for real?
1: Yeah, I do. I've got one I reason why I have to agree. I do. Because was- it seems like it seems like it seems like a lot of it seems like what bonus was doing last year, Rick Bonus was doing last year, had ripple effects.
0: So here's here's why I say they're legit. Okay. Uh their leading scorer, one of the best goal scorers in the league, Kyle Connor, is mm-hmm. injured. They haven't missed a beat.
1: Nah, no. Well, it's because Gabe Gabe Viard, Viardi? is it Velarde. Velarde or Villardi Vilarde, I believe. Gabe Villardi has been everything they needed.
0: He's been there. They pl- traded PLD, PLD. He's been their PLD replacement, essentially. When it comes to like perfectly, like per like, he's seamlessly fit.
1: He got like hurt. That, like that, you you worry about that back because he's had many back injuries and that tends shorten careers. He's still very young though. But he has been fantastic all
0: year. They have a- They lost Kyle. You, you, if you told us if you said at the beginning of the year Winnipeg was going to lose Kyle Connor for a decent length of time, you would sit there and go there goes their playoff hopes.
1: because and, they- you, and, and your dream of Kevin Chevellet off getting fired finally comes true.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think he's got the dirt. But anyway, Dallas
1: <laughs> on who?
0: <laughs> all the dirt. He's just got all the dirt on the organization.
1: <laughs> oh, you got. Oh, you got to read my contract, guys. Yeah. I wrote that up. You see that little fine print that says for life.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Dallas is legit. Colorado's legit. Period. So. Uh...
1: Hold on about Colorado. Did
0: you see Devin Tave's comments? Yes. And that's why I think they're legit. Oh, okay. He he is putting somebody on notice. And that somebody, if they don't turn their shit around, is out the door before the trade deadline. Think about this. They just traded off Thomas Tatar. For
1: a fifth round pick, because it just was not working over there. Do you think he? W- well, actually, these comments happened after the
0: trade. But right. but here's the thing, Thomas Tatar, we've watched for a number of years at a number of different organizations, and he's fit everywhere else, mm-hmm. to to a degree. He he he's not going to be. He's not lighting it up like you know uh, Nathan McKinnon. He's not lighting he's the it perfect up. Perfect like complementary winger. He's the perfect complimentary middle six winger. He is a more physical version of Danton Heinen. I'll take that. He won't yeah. fuck it up for you. He'll play defensively responsible. He'll throw a big hit here and there as need- as needed is key. Mm-hmm. And you can juggle him up your lineup in a pinch. You don't necessarily want him there all the time. Oh, two on one one for Vancouver. Oh, my God, Wedgwood saves it. 35 seconds left. It was a two-on-none breakaway on Wedgwood for Vancouver, and he stoned him with the pad.
1: Guys, Chris is going to be homeless. Everybody everybody, donate to the Puck Off Fund.
0: Right? Uh, (laughs) I don't even know where my mind was at. Oh, Colorado. So, with Thomas, like, if in the middle of a game someone got hurt and you needed someone, fuck, Dallas just won it. 9.2 seconds left. Damn it. I'm sorry,
1: Chris. You can't room with me.
0: Damn it, damn it, damn it. I should have cashed out when it went to OT. That's fine. (laughs)
1: Whatever. It was it was a one dollar parlay. It wasn't that. It wasn't. It wasn't that
0: deep. (laughs) One dollar with a couple zeros at the end. You know, after the period. Yeah. Right. (laughs) So, uh, so Thomas Tatar is the kind of guy that, in a pinch, if you're down a winger, you can move them up and down the line, and just kind of get through.
1: But do you think, but do you, but do you think this is a sign, but do you, it's, it, it sounds like you're kind of inching towards this, that there's a sign that some of the front office and the players are like, okay, something, something, something's not, there's a disconnect here.
0: So, well, I think what it was, was Thomas Tatar, like you said, just wasn't a fit. And so whomever was being called out because that's what this was. Devin Taves was calling somebody out. One In the voice of Nathan McKinnon, I am convinced. Right. Now, do you think he was calling out Nathan McKinnon? No. no I think
1: this came, I, I think this came from
0: on high, if you follow me. <laughs> right. Do you think he was calling out Miko Randon? No. How about Valerie Nachuskin or Ryan Johansson?
1: Ryan Johansson has been another one who hasn't been a fit so maybe
0: maybe that's one of them. Johansson is do you think the reason why Johansson's not a fit is cuz he's not buying in or because he just doesn't play the same style?
1: I think Ryan Johansson is a dog. Like I think he 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 is a he's a ridiculously talented player who has a history of Getting traded because he will pull Operation Shutdown at his whimsy. So, so
0: right now, I think Ryan, Ryan Johansson
1: a- is a pretty decent candidate for that.
0: He's a decent candidate. That's fine. He's a minus two, 12 points in 32 games. There is no reason in hell that Ryan Johansson
1: playing top six minutes for the Colorado Avalanche should have 12 points in 32 games.
0: Stop it. You know what his average time on ice is? What? Fourteen and change.
1: He's playing third line minutes. So maybe already Jared Bednar is like, "All right, dude, I'm I I'm seeing what you're not doing."
0: Right now, Ross Colton, Miles Wood, Logan O'Connor, Andrew Cogliano, you know, like I mean, we we saw Joe Kiviranta when he was in Dallas. He's not, you know. He, he's not the don't buy in kind of guy. Uh, so here's my thing. Let's let's take Ryan Johansson as the example, right? Let's say he's the one not buying in. Devontae's just called him out. You got two months before the trade deadline. So you've basically put Ryan Johansson on notice. Get your shit together or you won't be here. Because if we find a way to get rid of you, we will replace you. Remember, Ryan Johansson on a $4 million contract for Carolina or for Colorado. He's he's got salary retained by Nashville. So that means he can be dealt off with more salary retained. Ryan Johansson to a cup thinking, a a team that thinks they're a cup contender is a very enticing piece. And if you can get him really cheap and you don't get a huge cap hit with him, a lot of teams are going to try and take that gamble.
1: I'm going to say what I've been saying for the Bruins about the Fabian Liesel situation.
0: That's a whole nother thing.
1: That's a whole nother thing, but I think there's a parallel here. What's that? Devin Taves is calling out Ryan Johansson. let's, let's pretend that we know that for a second everything he said to Ryan Johansson was said to him in private dozens of times beforehand. Sure. Everything Ryan Moujonelle said in the media, he said to Fabian Liesel dozens of times beforehand. You go to the media, a last <laughs> report because you're not listening to it in house. So maybe you'll hear it when it's out of the house.
0: There are plenty of teams, though, that will look at Ryan Johansson. Uh, You mean to tell me for $2 bucks, Tampa Bay wouldn't say, let's try and figure this out?
1: Tampa Bay is the ultimate, I can fix him for veterans. Exactly. Also, fuck them kids. Anything to block the kids.
0: (laughs) Right. But (laughs) if they can get him for the cheap, and Colorado looks at it and goes, well, it's addition by subtraction for us. Mm Mm-hmm both sides will look at it and go fuck it it's a win let's do it the player won't be there
1: mm-hmm. is my
0: point right because there's, there's enough time to paint the pig and make it look good before you realize at the trade deadline the bacon was bad <laughs> You, you, wow, get you, you took a
1: long walk on that one. I'm impressed.
0: <laughs> you got the analogy, though. Yes, yes. <laughs>
1: That's the only part that matters is you got the analogy. So, I, 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 I some people listening might not, but I did.
0: <laughs> Two, we're, we're, okay. You know what? With that, we're going to hear a, a quick, uh, shout out from our sponsors, real quick, over at DraftKings. And, uh, we'll, we'll pick this up after the break because we've got a lot more to go over as far as uh who who might be available and what moves and all that fun jazz so uh with that we'll be right back bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook download the app now and use THPN new customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting at just $5 on hockey that's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NHL the crown is yours Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 888- 789 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 Plus Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Cdkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources nhl and the nhl shield are registered trademarks of the national hockey league copyright nhl 2023 all rights reserved welcome back shout out DraftKings. uh right now kind of mad because i lost that three-legged parlay but the best part is is they gave me the option to cash out before the vancouver connects fucked it up on me and i chose not to take it so that is my bad from now on cash out while you're ahead the last leg is never guaranteed
1: Anyway, so fuck Vancouver because now you're homeless.
0: Uh, yeah, you know, I, mean, <laughs> I shouldn't have put those two zeros next to the next to the bet. Um, <laughs> so as we're going through this, uh, we, we really skimmed the Atlantic. And there's one team in there that I want to ask you about. Hmm. The Detroit Red Wings. How because they were legit for a while, two, three in the division. Then they go out and sign Patrick Kane, and now they're falling. Is Patrick Kane an anchor for them right now?
1: Causation, correlation, but he's not helping. He's, I don't think he's, I don't think he's hurting them ultimately. I mean, maybe he is like. Hang on, let me let me let me pull him up real
0: quick. I got Aaron. it real quick right here. He's got six points in eight games.
1: Cool. What's his? What's his? Uh, do you have any power play splits on that? He has a, He's a minus five. Okay, so they're mostly coming on
0: the power play. There you go. <laughs> he's averaging 19 minutes a night. Uh, what the fuck? What the fuck? Uh, Derek Lalonde he's got one power play goal okay two power play assists he's got 26 shots on goal in eight games so yeah 1914 average time on ice he's skating him with the brinket that's why mm-hmm. but that's which, why-
1: i mean which which, which i mean is not uh, which it which is a good move, which
0: is a good move. Like that's the line you brought him in to be on. Right. Now, admittedly, though, like JT Comfort got hurt. David Perron is suspended. Like they are missing other top line guys.
1: JT well, J, JT, JT Comfort was a fit over there.
0: He's healthy now. He just yeah. got healthy. And I know because I have him on one of my fantasy teams. I had to put him back in the lineup. But <laughs> David Perron is now out for I think three more games, three more games. Yep. You might get a little cash back if they appeal and win it and all that stuff, but whatever, he's out for the six games. So once Perron comes back and they get the healthy lineup and Patrick Kane is playing with the veteran guys that he's supposed to be playing with. Does that emphasize him being an anchor?
1: I think we're directing this incorrectly. I don't think Patrick. Kane, I, so well, I don't think Patrick Kane is an anchor. But I think Patrick Kane is a
0: symptom of a bigger problem. So here's my next question. We have seen the coach bump, as they call it, take effect for Minnesota, Edmonton. Um, We've seen it a little, I mean, it's been like three games, but a little bit in Ottawa. Um, I'm trying to think who else has been fired.
1: (laughs) I think that's it. Edmonton. Yeah, no, I think that's it.
0: Does this they've all had coach bumps, is what you're saying. Yeah. Does this put Derek Lalonde on the on the hot seat because they were doing so well earlier? Ultimately, what he's proven is he can't coach with a lead.
1: That's a really good point. But but here was here's my original point
0: here. I think so because last year in 82 games they went 35 and 37. They had a point percentage of 488, they finished seventh. If the if if it ended today, they would be fifth in the division, down from second. They were in second place. And he'd have a a 531 points percentage. So. So it's a little bit better. But the problem is, is it's gotten so much worse since it was at its peak. He cannot coach this team through injuries. He's proven that. Or the injury is just too much. And it's on Steve Iserman because Iserman's been there longer. These are Iserman's guys. You're getting closer. You're getting closer. You're getting closer. So you're blaming Iserman.
1: It is systemic of a bigger problem. Detroit's goaltending is atrocious. See, Alex Lyon had a couple of amazing games. Hold
0: on. Alex Lyon has a save percentage of 932. James Reimer has a save percentage of 903. How bad do you think Billy Husso's is? I have it up, so <laughs> eight ninety-three. Yeah. So last year league average was what ninety point seven, correct? Something like that. Yep. So he is 0. 14, 0.014 points below last year's league average. His three goal, and a
1: half goals against.
0: Three and a half goals against. Meanwhile, Alex Lyon has two one four and James Reimer has two eighty seven.
1: So yeah. James Reimer has been James Reimer has been a perfectly average backup billy huso has been a very bad backup Let even me, though even on. though he's played most of the games so, alex lion has had been has had the dead cat bounce
0: so games played billy huso 18 game yep. primer 10 yep. alex Lyon 7 yep. now, billy huso has had five really bad starts and six quality starts Alex Lyon has had five quality starts and one really bad start. James Reimer has had zero really bad starts and three quality starts. He's been so, competent. so the he's guy like, that he's Lyon, like average <laughs> here's my here's the thing. So has Billy Huso. You've just played him almost twice as much.
1: Is Huso hurt right now? I believe he is.
0: I think he's going – I think he has something going on because this Mm -hmm. isn't the Billy Hueso that we saw in St. Louis.
1: Well, the reason I ask is because I'm on HockeyDB right now and his name is grayed out, which usually means he's off the roster.
0: I I do think he's on IR right now.
1: Okay, all right.
0: Or IR, though. Not – like, I think he's listed as day-to-day or week-to-week or something like that. It's not Mm – he's not on LTIR.
1: So – here's my original overarching point that I was, that I was getting to here. Steve Iserman has overdone it. He has taken, he took a strength. Now, obviously this team can score Dylan Larkin recently returned. Alex to has, is humming along Ottawa fans are punching air. Lucas Raymond has been solid. JT Compher has been solid. Daniel Sprong has been solid. Every, all, every single one of these guys can score. Every single one of these guys can put the puck in the net and facilitate. So you add Patrick Kane to that when your clear weakness is that you don't have the goaltending that can survive 82 games. If you want to say that Patrick Kane is an anchor, I'll agree with you.
0: I was asking the question. I wasn't accusing.
1: <laughs> if you want to, if you want to ask the question, if Patrick Kane is the anchor, I'll agree with I'll agree with you. But you're right for the wrong reasons. Okay. <laughs> It's not his play. His play's been... there. But, man, you could've used that money better.
0: So, I'm trying to pull up a little bit more information. Here we go. So, oh, that's... weird. Uh, As bad as the... um, NHL's website is, the AHL's is just as bad. Mm-hmm. So, they just signed Michael Hutchinson mm-hmm. because of the Vili Huso injury. I also think there's another move. Because now you have Lion Reimer, who are clearly your number one and number two. Vili Huso, who's no longer cutting it for you. Mm-hmm. By the way, Vili Huso has... One more year on his contract after this one. He's at 4.75. You have Lion for next year. You don't have Reimer. You don't have Hutchinson. But you do have Sebastian Cosa down in Grand Rapids. Now he's given up 41 goals in 13 games. Goals against an average of 3.18. Oh,
1: that's not good.
0: But here's the thing. That's what you're getting from Billy Huso. If you can get it from Huse, get it from Cosa and develop your future goaltender, why would you keep Billy Huso?
1: Why would you keep Billy Huso, period? Like, he's like, he, like he's like been bad. He's he's not been good. He's not been starter quality.
0: Now, if you're a goaltender needy team, would you rather have Elias Samsonov or Billy Huso?
1: Ilya Samsonov.
0: Do you know how close they've been over the last three seasons? Uh, pretty close because I know for a fact... They're almost identical. The difference being when Billy huso was with St. Louis and had a good defense in front of him, he was good. Mm-hmm. If you he can was, put him... He was tending the goal. Yeah, he was tending the goal. If you're a team like, I don't know, Carolina... And you've already waived Auntie Ranta.
1: How much faith do I have in Kochekov right now, though? I'm I, I it
0: on a little bit. I told you the Russian goaltender, Russian goaltender needs games played. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Billy Huso would make a good backup in number two for him. If Billy Huso, Huso is a backup, if Billy Huso is
1: a backup, perfect. He's not a starter.
0: No, I by yeah. any stretch. But yeah. if he's your number two, you're solid. And if I'm a team like Carolina, Freddie Anderson is probably not coming back. And I just raved Auntie Ranta because he sure as shit ain't cutting it. Uh, if I'm Carolina, I look at Ilya Samsonov and I look at Billy Huso and I go, I've got a little bit of extra cap space. I can address my number two goaltending sp- position because right now there's nobody behind Kochekov.
1: If I'm Carolina, I'm also realizing... Do you know what they've done with the goalie position this year?
0: Carolina? Yeah. In what sense?
1: They have signed two free agent PTOs yes. during the season. Do you that, know who they
0: are? Uh, they were... Um, Yaro Halak. And they mm-hmm. still have... That's to-
1: one. They just signed another one.
0: I know, and I can't think of who it was. Aaron Dell. Thank you. You know how desperate you have to be to, to do that. The, but that's my point. Billy Hughes. So you're, you're sitting there going, you know what? You're better than Aaron Dell. Gee, gee thanks. <laughs> you're getting a somewhat NHL caliber goaltender. Yeah. And, and you know what? Worst case scenario, maybe by you claiming faint interest in them, you just drove the price up for the New Jersey Devils. There you go. You just drove the price up for Edmonton because now Edmonton, who knows they need a goaltender, th- now you now you become a third team to make a three-team bidding war. But they they but
1: man, like no other teams have been have been they, they're just trying Carolina's just
0: trying shit. But here's the thing: they're trying shit. Yeah. No one what, else uh, is, but Carolina's trying shit. Well, Edmonton is trying to fix their thing. Because they have to pay Campbell either way. So at this point, they're trying to squeeze and wring as much blood out of that stone as they can before they go, fuck, we just got to pay him the five mil.
1: Man, Jack, you opened that door so well. <laughs> Boost that confidence, baby. <laughs>
0: oh, man. I just. I hope we see goaltenders move. We've gotta.
1: And now, we're I getting hope- we're getting close. We're hope- getting close to we're getting close to like I said, this is the fourth in line. And I we, hope after this Parker Swayman. Yeah, after a, after this stretch, I'm ignoring that. After this stretch, no, I hope neither one of them move. Okay, gotcha. After this stretch, we're gonna be after this next 10 game stretch, we're gonna be halfway through the season,
0: man. Yeah, like and I will say this. Uh, On what's brewing, I was talking to Dom Tiano about their goaltending situation in Boston, and we both had the same agreement. They do need to trade a goaltender, Brandon (sighs) Bussey. So
1: I had a really interesting conversation uh, about Brandon Bussey today, oddly enough. And what? I said, do share. So. Brandon Bussie had a great season last
0: year for Providence. He's having a hell of a season this year. No, he's not. <laughs> yeah, he turned it around. Have you not seen their numbers lately? He just got
1: shelled. His his save percentage has dipped almost to below 900.
0: It's like at 900 right now, I believe. It was very high to begin with. So a couple mm-hmm. bad games and it's going to plummet.
1: Yeah. Bussy that's but he's, is, he's
0: but he but here's the thing about Bussy. He's had a few splash games, but here's where he's gotten shelled. We, we look at Linus Olmark, for instance, and we go, "Oh my God, he's at a nine two zero save percentage or whatever." He gave up four goals the other day on forty five shots, so he maintained right. his percentage. The difference is, is if he gave up those four goals on twenty five shots, his percentage would have plummeted.
1: Hang on, I'm going to look at Bussy's actual save percentage. Oh, because I, I had a point here. 901. That's still good. 901 with 2.94 goals against DPH's been doing pretty good for them. Uh 2.46 918. Um, <clears throat> remember, he was a world junior star. There's still talent there, but anyway, I digress. I think Bussy is burning out just a little bit. Because do you remember last year? After the Providence, after the Calder Cup playoffs, when Providence got eliminated, how quickly did you see the training videos that Bussy did? Because Bussy has some training sponsorships.
0: Oh yeah, no, he was training like a dog all off season. He didn't Ooh. stop. Right, he's been training like a dog. Are you saying it's caught up to him?
1: Now you're getting it. There is value in rest. I don't think he's rested
0: for an entire year. <laughs> no, and that was what Fabian Lysel went through when he came over to Providence. That's a
1: whole he other conversation, was, Jesus he Christ. He
0: forced to have rest because he got a concussion.
1: <laughs> Ten and a half months of 12 months of hockey, that tends to burn you out. Right. 12 months of hockey, Brandon. Like I know this is a singular focus and he takes his craft extremely seriously. And I love his work ethic. And I think he's he's going to be an an NHL NHL goaltender, but he's He's going to be an NHL goaltender.
0: Also 27 years old. He's, he's older than DiPietro by a year.
1: Yeah. He's 25.
0: Yeah. Or sorry, 25. Yeah. DiPietro, I believe is 24. Mm -hmm. And you also have Reed. He's also older
1: than Jeremy Swayman.
0: He is. Yeah. You also have Reed Dick in the system. Who's progressing nicely. And Nicholas Fedback, who's at Providence College. Doing well so, over there, too. And doing very well over there. So if you move on from Bussy, you still can get another reasonable year, maybe two, out of the Swayman Allmark tandem. Mm hmm. Now you could push it to three or four. If you can push it to three or four seasons that gets fed back in Providence that gets Reed Dick in Providence. That brings your next wave of goaltending. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Reed, Reed Dick. I mean, I got, I, I do kind of feel for him Uh, this year. He's had a much better statistical year last year. I'm pretty sure he set a record for most shots faced because his, that team in Swift current was bad and he was so good, but his stats looked so bad.
0: <laughs> so here's a a question for you. Okay. Sure. 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 Or a package that you, I want, I want to put together a package. I'm calling you. You tell me what team are you that you're interested in this package? You ready? I'm okay, going to give go you Matt and Brandon Bussey
1: a top four puck moving defenseman. Who's having a down season and a goaltender who I don't know how much development is left, but could probably play in the NHL right now. If he was on a lower team. Grizzly's making 3.6. Who am I calling? That seems like a um
0: a middle of the road team. I've got one team in mind that I can name for you right off the rip. Go for it, Arizona. Because if I why get- would
1: they be interested
0: in Bussy? Because people want Karela Melka. Okay. So I see that. I see I, that. If I'm Arizona, I look at that and I go, "I've got three second round picks this year, four next year, and three the year after that."
1: There is no way in hell they're using all ten of those.
0: Absolutely not, and that doesn't include the three third rounders, two second, two third rounders, and two third rounders in those same sequential seasons, and all of their firsts.
1: If I'm boss. I hate them. I hate them. I hate all the draft capital they have. <laughs> But they did it smartly. I can't really fault them. (laughs) Right.
0: If I'm Boston, I go give me a first rounder and my seventh rounder back in 2024. I've dumped cap off of Grizzly worth a first rounder. That's bold. It's the combination of the two because you also, if you're Arizona, you can look at that and go, "What can I get for Karel Vamelka? What will Edmonton give me for Karel Vamelka?" What will New Jersey give me for Vimelka or Ingram? Because Ingram's having a better season right now. S- sell high on Ingram. Either way, you have two goaltenders left who are both NHL ready going into next season who you can have control over at reasonable dollar amounts. You didn't and, give up a player because and right that's now, a, go that's for a it.
1: middle of the road team right now who
0: that's a small buy. That's a very small buy and a seventh and a first for those two players is not unreasonable.
1: Because you because what you're proposing is that we're gonna give a first,
0: but we're gonna get it back. Essentially. Yeah. If you're Arizona, now that being said, maybe you flip. Maybe it's a three way deal, and you flip Vamelka in the same deal, and the first comes some other way, or you do a second and a third, or so. There's yeah. there's something to be done there that frees up cap space for Boston.
1: Maybe you get lucky, and there's a high end prospect in there that's fallen out of favor.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, another Pavel Zaka.
1: Yeah, kinda. Yeah.
0: So Barrett and, but, Hayton. Barrett Hayton's a good one. And yeah. with that, you can also sit there and say, okay, we can also solve our Jake DeBrusque problem because now we have $3 million to work with if we are willing to deal DeBrusque. That adds another $4 million to the equation that we can bring somebody in who may have fallen out of favor with their current team who normally we couldn't take dollars on for. I still have faith that Jake
1: DeBrusque can turn it around.
0: But if i'm
1: but if i'm if i'm doing contract negotiations right now and he's asking for a, for a cent more than 4.5 or
0: 4.75 i like all right, the, dude.
1: All right dude.
0: i approach it the zillow way Dom i approach it the way dom mentioned you go to him and say here's what you played for last year we're gonna do it again run it back one more year you got a chance to redeem yourself because you played all the other aspects of your game well enough we're willing to offer you the same contract for one more year
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If he says no to that, okay. Good luck on the open market. Let us know if we have room. We'll try to make something work, just okay. like you did with Tyler Bertuzzi.
1: Do you? So, so you don't
0: trade him? I. Uh, it depends on what the deal is. Because mm-hmm. to your point, if there is um, a Barrett Hayden, for instance, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's say the package is DeBrusque, Grizzly, and Bussy. And instead of getting a first rounder, you get Barrett Hayden and I'm, I'm just trying to find someone else.
1: God, you know what? I, uh, people would, people would probably dog me for this a little bit. Would not, would Barrett Hayden not be a Bruins fit? He's the, he's that kind of player. He would be.
0: Hmm. A top
1: five five pick who probably shouldn't have been a top five pick, but a definite first round pick. Kind of sounds like Zaka a little bit, does it not?
0: Barrett Hayden and let's go on the low end and say Travis Dermott. Can play left or right. He's 26, 800K.
1: Upgrade over Walterspoon right now.
0: He's an upgrade over Walterspoon. You still would go, uh, well, no, you'd then go Lindholm on the left. You'd have to go four board and you'd have to go with Dermot. And Watherspoon is your seventh guy.
1: So I'm looking at Barrett Hayton right now. But Dermot would
0: thought- with Shattenkirk. Oh. Hmm. Or or you could do Dermot with Carlo and have a real good shutdown pair.
1: I like Travis well, Dermott. He- I, I I like Travis Dermott. If he's playing on my top four, I'm terrified.
0: <laughs> that, but I, know, I I see where you're going with it, though But you can yeah. also then pair Lindholm With McAvoy and with Carlo Give Lindholm 27 minutes Dermot, mm-hmm. and then you also have Floorboard out there mm-hmm. so, I, all I'm, I, And I pick Dermot as just an option
1: No, I know, I know what you mean But I'm looking at I'm looking at um, Fuck it, just go,
0: go Go get Shea Weber, that's all
1: yeah, there you go. I'm looking at I'm looking at uh, Barrett Ayton right now, and la- this year, this year I believe he's on IR right now.
0: He is right now, yeah.
1: Yeah, but last year, it looked like he was starting to figure it out. He played all 82 games, had 43 points for a bad Arizona team, and he was fifth in scoring, uh, fourth in goals, with.
0: Solid two-way metrics. He screams Pavel Zaka, former fifth-round he's pick. Boston, he's, a Boston, he's,
1: he's a fucking Bruin. Like, he's a Bruin. <laughs> that's that's the, kind, the kind of player they go for. 6'1",
0: 207. Oh, Centerman, who can also play the wing, shoots left-handed. Plays a 200-foot game. Yeah. Perfect. Get him. <laughs> and in his 16 games this season, yeah, he had four points, but he's averaged 18 and a half time, minutes of time on ice. I think he was playing with an injury. That's what it kind of seemed like. I think so, but yeah. That, that that being the point. Now, you're obviously shooting. Okay, so if you get Barrett Hayden, I'm just looking at their draft capital mm-hmm. A fourth and a third. Mm-hmm. You got two. You now have a third round pick, two two fourths, I believe, and. You just got a 24 year old. 23 year old. He's 23. He is. 23, yeah. you, still you still got youth. So, like, Barrett Hayden is what you hope a, a second round draft pick would turn into. Right. Barrett Hayden right. is kind of the second round pick in that scenario. So, you're basically trading away a defenseman who doesn't fit your system anymore, a forward that you're not quite sure what you're going to do with, and a, and a goaltender who legitimately may never play for you for a second, third, and fourth round pick. Now, there's other avenues that you can go as well because you could pick up the phone and call, say, Nashville, and maybe try and make a move for Tyson Berry.
1: The, uh, uh, Tyson Berry is basically Joe Corvo, but if you can get him super cheap. Yeah, uh,
0: Don Sweeney's got to be working the this. Yeah. Now, now,
1: and if, and if he's not fire him.
0: <laughs> but the but the other thing too is I would give up both Grizzlick and DeBrusque if it also meant I could bring in Noah Hannafin. Okay. So, and, and I know Calgary's really like DeBrusque. I just I don't know if they're going to be able to re-sign Grizzlick. That would be the concern that I would have if I'm They shouldn't. In Calgary.
1: They shouldn't. Grizzlick sh- should be on the trade block right now. He's not going to be re-signed. No, no, no I'm saying Calgary think-
0: if Calgary trades for Grizzly, let's say they do a package deal of just to throw something out there, Debrusque, um, because I know Calgary loves Debrusque, uh, Debrusque, Grizzly, and a pick for next year, third round pick or something like that. And mm-hmm. you get Noah Hannafin back and a lower late round pick to make it work, whatever, right? Okay. The thing is, is you bring in Noah Hannafin, you now have. Hanifin, McAvoy, Lindholm, Carlo. Forbort, Shattenkirk. If I'm Calgary, though, I don't know if I can or want to re-sign Matt Grizzly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He might just be a stopgap. Yeah. But maybe all,
1: maybe Oliver Shillington finally comes back.
0: But that's where, if I'm Boston, I have to throw something extra mm-hmm. in there because you might not keep Grizzly. Mm-hmm. You might not even get to keep their Jake DeBrusque. Yeah. So like, that's, that's why I, I'm tempted, tempted. I got to know what the the rest of the deal is. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If I'm building a package for Noah Hannafin and it's built around Mason Lorai, I got to give it consideration because if I can get seven years of Noah Hannafin with Charlie McAvoy, Hampus Lindholm and four more years of Brandon Carlo or whatever it is name a defense that competes with those top four one through four name a better one through four unit
1: Who did you just say you were trading in this scenario for Boston
0: it would be a package built around Mason Lorai Here's my question to you. What if Lori can't put it together? You know what you're getting in Noah Hanna- Hannafin for the next seven years. Counterpoint. It also means I give up less to get Hannafin because Lori is worth so much.
1: Do you think Laura is going to be a top four defenseman?
0: Sure. But I also know Noah Hannifin is too.
1: Has Laura's improvement on this call up shown something to you that maybe there is still development to go and that there is improvement in coachability?
0: Yeah, I'm not saying I pull the trigger on the deal tomorrow. Mm. All I'm saying is, is I, I have to I have to look at it. What else? Because with that deal, what if I can pull Elias Lindholm home with him? Mm-hmm. If I'm building the package around Mason Lori, let's say I do Mason Lori, um let's say Jackson Edward and uh Brett Harrison. I get a third round pick or a, a let's say a sixth round pick, Noah Hannafin and Elias Lindholm. I also happen to ship out Matt like and Jake Debrusk part of it. That's a massive deal. Sure. That's the kind of deal we're looking at though you because you because you're not giving up Grizzly and, and Debrusque without attaching another piece to them mm. you're giving up Lori Edward and uh Brett Harrison because that is the core of the deal that Calgary Cal- is getting back
1: They're the bottom me- line is though I think I think a lot of this a lot of this is has an eye towards this year and not really towards next year.
0: But if you're able to re-sign Hannafin and Lindholm, how does that hurt you next year?
1: But he, but here's the thing, is that do you make that kind of trade knowing that you have $31 million of cap space
0: coming up next year? Do you know who's available next year, speaking of the cap space? A lot. <laughs> a lot that I'm not sure is going to reach free agency. And I know we, we're going to wrap this up here in just a minute, but if you really look at who is available come next season. I'm trying to figure out the best site to pull it up on. There's a lot of big names that are going to become available who are
1: try interested. sport track.
0: Um I'm I'm going to pull it up on cap friendly cuz that's what I'm on right now. All right. Season 23-24. So at the end of the season, you're going to have Jonathan Tate no nope, that was last year. Taves that's currently who is actually I'll go to the other one. I know Spo track pretty good for this kind of thing. Uh, da, 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 da. Contracts. Free agent contracts. There we go. Oh, come on. Mine won't work. Is yours loading? No. <laughs> it's currently unable to handle this request. Are you getting that error? Yes. Oh, must so so that's... That, that's great. Okay, lovely. Okay. Uh, anyway. Okay. Anyway. R-TV. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, no. I'm gonna edit that out. Contracted. I-, I wish this stuff would fucking load. Expiring year 23, 24. Done. Apply. Okay. Sort by AAV current cap hit. Okay. So, Steven Stamkos, to name one. Do you think the Bruins have a shot at Steven Stamkos? I think he ends up signing with the Lightning. I think this is
1: just a bunch of posturing
0: by both sides. <laughs> Jacob Forjack. He's retired. He's yeah, exactly. Uh Elias Pettersson is a restricted free agent with the Vancouver Canucks. I don't think If he should... doesn't if
1: he doesn't sign an if he doesn't sign an extension with Vancouver, Rogers Place should burn to the ground and it would be justified.
0: But he's an RFA, so they would have to make a move for him anyway.
1: If they actively move him, everybody should be put put in a town square and flogged. (laughs) William Nylander. That's a tough one. That's a tough one.
0: Only because he's good friends with Pasternak. But I think he's going to get thrown a lot more money than the Pasternak contract. And I agree with Dom Tiano. You don't go above what Pasternak is getting to get him.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: If he's willing to take the pasta deal, throw it at him. Still yeah. throw it at him, but if yeah. he doesn't yeah. want to take it, you can't lose sleep over it. Uh, yeah. Brett Seabrook, yeah, you're really you're going tired. after him. Sam Reinhardt. I'd love to go after him, but with the way he plays at 28 years old, uh, he is an uh, he's going to be an RFA with Arbright. No, he's not. He's no, he's not. Too he's too old. Was when he signed this deal, he was an RFA with Arbright. Oh,
1: I see. Okay.
0: Um, I, I just I don't I love him. Sam
1: Reinhardt I would I would I would take him I would take him
0: I think he gets re signed by Florida Probably I like him though <laughs> oh, sure uh Matt Murray in Toronto the goaltender Nope. Jake Gensel Pittsburgh
1: Pittsburgh needs to figure out what they are
0: yeah that's why I'm not sure but he's making six million dollars right now he's gonna want a pay bump I ain't giving it to him Mm-hmm. Adam Henrique. Oh, That's sorry. Somebody you get at the trade deadline. I I skip Tyler Myers. Meh. Exactly. Yeah. Anthony, now we're getting into like. Now we're getting into like. Right. Now we're getting to, into meh territory. Mantha, Muzzin, Eberly, Tyler Bertuzzi. I'll take
1: Eberly, but Eberly, Eberle's another guy who's probably going to be a trade deadline. Uh, now person. here's
0: the name that I would throw a boatload of money at, especially if I'm the Bruins. Hmm. Tebu Taravainen.
1: He's kind of fallen out of favor in Carolina. It might be a might be a good
0: fit. He's also a center. Yeah. Put him next to Pasternak. That's someone I kick Zaka out on the wing for.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Zaka, Taravainen, and Pasternak. That line would be good.
1: It would be good.
0: Jason Zucker, Brian Little, Brady uh, Shea. G- yeah,
1: back to meh. We're back yeah. to meh.
0: Jacob Silverberg, Jacob Vrana, Alex Martinez. I, I think he resigned with Vegas on a you know, a short-term deal. Um Josh Bailey who's an unrestricted free agent right now and no one's going after him. Well, did did, did you did you see how he played on his PTO in uh in uh Ottawa? No, I I know dude, it wasn't
1: all that good. Dude can't scan anymore.
0: Yeah. No. Jonathan Marshiso, Tyler Johnson, TJ Brody, Vlad Tarasenko, Noah Hannafin, Elias Lindholm, yeah, Tyler Olofsson, yeah. like now David Perron. So the, and these are all the four or five million dollar guys, and so we're only going downhill from there. That's what's available this offseason.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If you don't get Stamkos, Tara Vinan, uh, Patterson, you're really not, or or Nylander. You're getting, no, or I I throw Sam Reinhardt in that group. I think that's the top five right there. Everything mm-hmm. else on that, you're just kind of going for chasing what a name used to be. Yeah.
1: Give me a Reinhart.
0: So in that scenario, I sit here and I go, yeah, you know what? I'd rather trade for Noah Hannafin and Elias Lindholm and get them in under contracts now. Mm-hmm. Because one thing that COVID has taught us with the flat cap, yep, the known commodity is better than the unknown commodity. The cost controlled player, you can plan around the guy that's got a contract coming up. You can't plan around. Mm -hmm. So sign a contract when you can, it's, if they can move the Eric Carlson and Brett Burns contracts, you can find a way to get rid of a bad contract or minimize a bad contract.
1: And if you don't value cost certainty, especially in this time, puck you off. can fuck off.
0: Right. There's, there's enough time to paint the pig and make it look good, before you realize at the trade deadline the bacon was bad. <laughs> you you wow got you took
1: a long walk on that one. I'm impressed.
0: <laughs> you got the analogy though. Yes, yes.
1: That's the only part that matters.
0: Is you got the analogy. I, so I, I, I,
1: some people listening might not, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get straight to bed. I'm to be up at five.